Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. It is Friday, June 11th, 2021. I am Andrew Hansen, alongside Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach. Rested up after a day off yesterday, and Coach, we had a lot of fun in Discord last night. I'm telling you, man, I, I'm taking the night off, spending some time with the kids, doing, you know, watching some TV, and all of a sudden, uh, I mean, kids said, man, Dad, your, your phone is going crazy over there. What's going on? And of course... It's another Andrew Hansen takedown. So congratulations, my man. That is unbelievable. Why don't you tell them what it was, the amount, which contest? Because I know our, our members were going crazy. We had a lot of residual hits from all of our members. It was awesome. Yeah, thanks a lot. Thanks for all the support. It was the $9 uh, entry on FanDuel. Tied for first with two others. Uh, for forty five thousand, so Ooh. really a lot of fun. Enjoyed it, nice. Uh, and it was the the steal from Rudy Gobert that did it in the last few seconds. So, like Godfather yeah. of Gaines said, one of our members, Viva La France. I gotta I gotta thank Rudy Gobert. He no came doubt. up big, and it was pretty exciting because I I was I was in hundred and seventeenth place before that play, and I knew that everybody in front of me did not have Gobert. So I needed oh. something from him. He got the free throw, and then Clippers pushed it up the court, and he got that steal, and that's what vaulted us to the top. So, yeah, wow. a lot of fun, and uh, thanks to all the members for their support. Uh, Deluxe for her positive vibes yesterday. I mentioned that. Uh, yeah. I mean, the Discord is just great, you know, really pulling for each other, and, um, you know, it just it just all came together. And I hope it helped folks who aren't even members because I, I hit on all the players on the podcast. Gobert was the one I didn't focus on the most. Uh, I was on Zubots in a lot, yeah. of, a lot of our builds, but I did build one with uh, enough to pay for Gobert, and so I went with it. But um, That's awesome, man. Yeah, so really fun takedown, but uh, another solid night for our members too, because all the primary builds worked out, uh, so solid cash for us on DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo. Um, so really love the energy here and the momentum that we've got going in the playoffs. I mean, we're we're right now on fire, I think, more than we've ever been. I mean, we, we had been waiting for the NBA playoffs because we felt like, you know, all of the meticulous detail throughout the year would really pay off when these, you know, rotations shortened to like seven and we knew, you know, what to expect. And Man, it has played out that way. We have been just killing it. And then on top of that, baseball's been on fire. I had multiple takedowns two days ago uh, in baseball. Uh, Crash Davis, our, our lead baseball guy, has been hitting, I think he's eight of his last 10 slates. He's on fi fire. Tyler Pitzer's been pitching in, and baseball's just rocking and rolling. Then I, I, you know, with all that going on yesterday, I jump on golf. And my stinking guys win in the tournament. So, you know, we're, we're also uh, hammering away at golf uh, as well. So we're going, you know, we're going to have that broom out there that I always post in Discord. Yeah. We're going for the sweep this weekend. That's Let's all I can say. So, listen, if you're out there and you want to try us out and you're a longtime listener, this is the chance. Fridays are the best day because you get all of our golf lineups tonight for the weekend only. You get all of our baseball for the next three days. You'd get all of our basketball for the next three days because with any membership at Coach Talk, you get everything that we offer, our podcast, content, lineups, 
And then, of course, all of our Discord communication, which really is the key. I know, Andrew, on my takedowns, the, you know, the give and take that we do on the podcast yep. and then the different information that comes in on Discord, you just that all weighs in your brain when you're picking up that last lineup. And, and like you say, that one pivot can make, uh, you know, all the difference in the world. So DFSCoachTalk.com, you can sign up right there again for that three-day membership that's $10 or we have several other options uh, for membership uh, as well. So had to get that out there because I'm just so so proud of, of, of your effort. And, you know, also for any new members and new listeners, and I hate to brag on you this much, Andrew, but over the last, what, like nine months or eight months, you know, what? why don't you share with everybody what your big takedown total numbers are, if you don't mind, because I think it's extremely impressive because as you know, here at Coach Talk, we do, uh, we build everything by hand. We don't dump things into an optimizer and just use the statistical analysis and spend a ton of money to enter max enter a bunch of con uh, contests. We pick and choose where we're going to put more than one entry and we're only coming out there with, you know, a handful of lineups for Andrew or a little bit more than that and maybe one or two for me. So I think hitting these kind of big hits, knowing that, you know, we're more uh, not as aggressive, I should say, or, ha you know, haphazard with playing thousands of dollars each night, we're doing it a lot more strategical. And to still have big wins like that is impressive. Yeah, thanks a lot. I really appreciate that. Uh, since the beginning of the year, it's been a little over 250, 250K. Uh, had the 81,000 in football on FanDuel, yep. uh, 121,000 night in basketball uh, in April. Uh, had a $7,500 second place on DraftKings, and yeah. then uh, the 45 last night. And wow. um, I mean, I want to thank you and the rest of the team because it is a team effort, even though it was your day off. I mean, your enthusiasm and the way we we handle things. And, uh, you know, go after each day, each slate. Um, I mean, it helps me for sure. And if you look at the lineup, it had uh, Clarkson and Ingles. And right. you, from the beginning of the season, if Mike Conley's out, you've always been on Clarkson Plugging and Ingles. those guys in. Yeah. It's become like second nature for us. And I did it again yesterday. So uh, I thank you for that as well. well Absolutely, man. And I'll tell you, you, it can be done. You know, we, we have a, a coach talk process that we really push here because we want to, you know, have people be to be able to sustain and win long term. Um, I don't know if it's going to be as fast as the way Andrew does it. But hey, you know, six months, a quarter of a million bucks. Um, I think maybe it's time you guys jump on DFS Coach Talk with us. So, absolutely. All right, man. Let's let's jump let's into talk these some games. more hoops. Like you said, yeah. let's let's try to do it again tonight. Sure. Uh, let's stay hot. We've got uh, two games again, uh, 7:30 and 10 Eastern. We're starting with Philly and Atlanta. And um, one thing I did yesterday, Coach, I talked about the slate as a whole. And interesting that tonight the the totals and the lines are about the same. We've got two twenty four and a half. Crazy? Yeah, yeah. Game one, Philly favored by one. This is BetUS.com.pa, our presenting sponsor today. And then yep. game two, almost the same total, two twenty three. Denver favored by one and a half at home. So I love it. So yep. zero influence from the lines. Vegas right. 
hands off for Vegas on our, our lineups tonight. It's all equal. That's right. So we're going to battle in and here, look at the prices, look at the matchups, and figure out uh, how we want to go about this build. So I'll start with Philly uh, in game okay. one. It is uh, tied here, uh, 1-1, as they go to Atlanta. And Embiid marked as questionable, but that really I hasn't stopped that. him in games one and two, has it, Coach? No. no. he's. I mean, I, I was so fast to roster him this last time, and he really was the anchor of, of cashing for me. And he was he was owned, but not like ridiculous like usual because people were afraid of the injury. But he he's awesome. He oh, is man. absolutely awesome. He has dominated this series and made yep. Capella look like nothing. I know it's hard to believe. Really hard to believe with uh, the knee issue, but it hasn't stopped him. You've been on him. I haven't been as as heavy into his ownership. Uh, he's gotten my attention though. Uh, he's on my radar. FanDuel is interesting because you've got Embiid and, and Jokic, and you have to pick one of them if you're if you're yeah. going to go that route. DraftKings, you could play both. Uh, so I'm curious to see where you're leaning on FanDuel, but he's he's definitely in play for me. Um, with the rest of the group here, the the starters, uh, man, Ben Simmons um, came back to earth and disappeared in Game Two, only taking three shots. Yeah, we know he's got the trouble at the foul line. So he's yeah. just he's just not. He didn't right. even get to the line. They didn't even hack him. Yeah. So yeah. that's you know you know if you were going to roster him last time we mentioned it on the pod you'd have to hope he'd get you know fifteen sixteen foul shots and and make some of those but right. that's they the just left him make, alone. That's the only way yeah. he's going to make six or seven is if he gets fifteen or sixteen. Exactly. Uh, Philly obviously won that one comfortably, so it wasn't down the wire uh, strategy where they needed to to foul him. Um, so maybe Atlanta plays better here at home and it's closer and he does get some trips to the foul line. But I, I really don't want to pay up for him on this slate. I'd rather go with Embiid or any of the other starters. They're all playable for me. Seth Curry's been shooting it so well. Five for yeah. nine on threes in game one, five for six in game two. Danny Green was awesome in game two in the first half. He had like 25 fantasy points and then he only finished with a couple more. Yeah, uh, Thibel yeah, got some minutes and uh, in that second half. Uh, and then Tell me about it. I was sweating out every point for Thibel because right, exactly. he had a big goose egg at halftime. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Tobias Harris is a little pricey, but you know on FanDuel, uh, I kind of like him just because you don't have as many options at power forward and you've got to get two of them. Uh, so I, I, you know, I like those starters. The bench, I'm not too interested in here. Dwight Howard's taking a big backseat this series with minutes. Um, Thibel, like you said, is is inconsistent. He's playable, you know, definitely in the GPP. You could look there. Uh, not my favorite choice here. And then those guards, uh, you know, Shake Milton had a nice game too, but only 14 minutes. George Hill has had one good game and one dud. So I'm, I'm more focused on the starters here. I'm with you, man. And and I'll tell you, I want to make a couple of points here because I was thinking about it yesterday when I actually could think for a few minutes without having to right. do nine million things with Coach Doc. <laughs> and, you know, it, it, what I what I recognized that has been a common theme since I've been watching basketball, which is the mid 70s and where I can remember all the games, not only and, and it, it, it was then and it's now not only do the rotation rotations shorten so benches generally seven deep maybe eight at the most 
sometimes, you know, the starters getting the majority of those minutes. But on top of that, it even shrinks to another level. It goes from that starting five group, basically, or six if they're getting good minutes from somebody off the bench, down to like two key guys. And that's what's amazing to me is the level as it gets tougher and tougher, the cream rises to the top. And I I remember literally back in the day, like when the Lakers would get in the playoffs, they were they had a great team with tons of good guys around them, James Worthy and AC Green, and I could go on and on. But when it came to the playoffs, you know, in the finals or or, or Eastern Conference final, or I mean Western Conference final, it was basically Magic and Jabbar, and those guys were were the guys. So if you were DFS fifty years ago or whatever that was. Those are the guys you were taking. And I, you could follow that pattern throughout the Jordan Pippen times and, you know, the the Bird and, uh, and McHale, McHale times. Yeah. Right. And just on and on, I could talk about it all the way through. And and it's happening again this season like it always does. Just like any, even in the bubble, as weird as that was, it was Jamal Murray or it was Donovan Mitchell or it was, you know, the guys that just took over. And we're seeing that here. And I think that, you know, that's the key. And I've been following that so far. And now I feel even stronger about it is I'm not going to shy away from the studs, the Donovan Mitchells, the Kawhi Leonard's, the, you know, the, the dominant guys now that it's in their hands, the Kevin Durant's. And I mean, those guys, they live for this. I mean, going through a long regular season, usually it's 82 this year, it was 72. You can't get up like that for every game. It's impossible. You have to have some flat games, some off games, but now it's like 100 miles an hour. So my key factor the rest of the way and a good strategy, I think, that everybody should follow, which we've pretty much been doing anyway, but stars and scrubs. And when I say scrubs, it's not guys like we're hoping play. I mean, I'm not saying, you know, even like a Lou Williams or something like that that might get 10 minutes or something. I'm saying the scrubs are the... Kevin Herters, you know, the Danilo Gallinari's, right. you know, these guys are going to get minutes. They're assured to get minutes, you know, even a Matisse Thibel, who I used last time, he's, he's not good offensively, but he's going to get 25 minutes. So those guys are, have to be necessary in my book. And the thing is, you just have to catch those guys on the right day. So for me, I start my builds like I've been doing with the Embiid's and the Durant's and all these guys. And it's just, you know, sometimes those secondary guys that you get in there are enough to get you in the money. You just have to pop them exactly right when they have their their monster game. Now, I was very lucky with Gallinari the last game. He he was hitting 5-3, 7 for 15 from the field, grabbed nine rebounds and had two assists. He was the value play of the day. And I had him, and it was awesome. But my second buy-down guy was Thibel, who, you know, again, he had zero at halftime. He scratched out to, what, like 10 or something. But, you know, you, if you can get both of those guys, you got you got the big money. We, we're in Andrew Hansen territory mm-hmm. at that right. point. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you'll see as I'm talking these through, and I wanted to bring that up to start out with, is you'll see that that's going to be a pattern uh, that I think you can't avoid because if you if you mid mid level build, I mean, if you're just Tobias Harris, Clint Capella, all those guys that are expensive, but they're not 
you know, the top notch guys that are going to take it down. I just don't think it's going to pan out because you're ca- you're having to chase these big, big, uh, you know, numbers all the time. So I wanted to share that. Now, one thing I'll say about Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons, you know, he can't shoot. We know that. So everything he gets has got to be, he's basically has to have a triple double. So even if he only gets 12 points or something, if he has one of those games where he can get 14 assists and 14 rebounds or whatever, then you're in good shape. I don't believe that he's obviously shook a little bit with this whole foul shot thing. He still won't shoot the ball outside like three feet. So he's risky to take Uh, at his price. I think he's just too expensive and doesn't make that upper echelon and doesn't make the bottom group because he's too expensive. So he's caught in no man's land for me. What I will say finally, and we called this on the podcast, I was adamant about it. I couldn't believe because I went against Trey Young the first game and and Doc started Danny Green on him, who Danny Green used to be a great perimeter defender. He's not anymore. He's older. He's just medium. And you can't be just decent against Trey Young and his quickness. And he scorched him for like 25 points in the first quarter. Since that point, he finally put Simmons on him, and he started Simmons on him in this game too. And you saw the effect. I mean, he's going to get points. There's no question about it. But He's, you know, he didn't break any slate at six for 16 and one for seven on a bunch of contested threes. So, you know, he's not, he he does get assists. So he is always in play because of that double, double, uh, you know, more than likely double, double upside, but you know, not a big stocks guy, not a big rebounds guy and he's expensive. So my theme stays the same as long as they keep playing Simmons on him. Uh, I'm going to be off of them. So who else do you look at, you know, from the Atlanta side? A couple of things here, Andrew. It's in Atlanta. The crowd's going to be absolutely frenetic. They haven't had a playoff game there in quite a while. It's tied 1-1. So much on the line here. I really think, you know, the the two guys that I, I'm looking at are Bogdanovich and Herter. And Bogdanovich has become really, you know, there were plays where they went to him for the shot on design plays after a timeout and not Trey. And maybe some of that is because Trey gets a little bit more attention, but Bogdanovich wants those shots and he can knock them down. And I've noticed his trend lately is he's diving in there, Harden-esque, if you will, and getting a bunch of cheap rebounds. He had seven more of them this last game. And I think, you know, he's going to get enough stats all the way around uh, that really to pay his number. And he's just in that, you know, range where I think he's a good play. The Kevin Herter situation makes perfect sense to me. I mean, he's a shooter. They they have a lot of faith in him. Eight for 10 from the field. The second that DeAndre Hunter was eliminated for the season, uh, you know, that was the problem. The split minutes between Hunter and Herter aren't there anymore. Herter's going to get the majority of those minutes. It does not matter that Solomon Hill's starting. Anybody that is playing him, uh, good luck, because he's just not in there to do anything offensively. He's he's in there to be physical. He's probably not even going to start this game. I'd be shocked if he did. If he does, maybe he gets a 10-minute run, so he is completely off my board. 
so for me, it's Bogdanovich Herder I'm fo- focusing on. Um, not not going Capella or Collins just because of Embiid's interior defense. And even when Embiid's out, uh, you know, as as crazy as he is, Dwight Howard's defense in the paint is intimidating. So I, I really like those guys. And then on the Philadelphia side, um, you know, the, the question of the night is this, Andrew, and I, I hate to do this to our listeners because I know some of them get upset. You know, we're listening and we want to hear your picks. Well, I'm, I give you everything. I'm, I'm an open book, uh, believe me. But I haven't decided between Embiid or the Joker yet. I am 50-50 torn. I mean, Denver has to win, and he's a fantastic play. Mm-hmm. But it's Joel Embiid in a series where he's dominating and looks really good. He doesn't look hurt to me. Um, I know he's playing hurt, but he's playing terrific. So the jury's out, Andrew. That's the decision I have to make. Embiid or the Joker. You know, there's no Vegas line to help me. There's no nothing. It's it's you got to make that tough decision. But on the the sites like Yahoo and DraftKings where you can play both, it, it's just so tough because you lose the op- opportunity to get those second flight Bogdanovich guys if you play both. So it's probably going to be as the day goes on, we follow the news, we talk in Discord. I'm eventually going to make my decision between those two and just, you know, hope that one my guy smashes and the other guy just has an average game. And then last thing for, for Philly, sorry so long-winded here, I had the day off. I got a lot of energy back. <laughs> right. So, you know, other than that, I, I can't go through the sweat with Thibel again. I know he got 24 minutes, but he just doesn't do anything offensively for such long stretches. And he's really out there to defend, and, and I get that. So I don't want to sweat that. You know, Maxie only got five minutes. That was disheartening. So he's off my list. Howard only 10. So really the only other guy I'm looking at right now, and I know there's probably going to be some regression, but he's another guy that came through for me, and that's Seth Curry. His price is good. He got close to 30 minutes. He made five threes, and he's just you know rising to the occasion. But the only risk with him is he is scoring dependent and then some. You know, if you look at his stats, how do you play 30 minutes, Andrew, and zero rebounds, zero steals, zero blocks, zero turnovers, zero <laughs> just mm-hmm. about everything else? So you you would think that's why I like him though because is he going to shoot eight for thirteen from the field for with five threes? Probably not quite to that extreme, but I don't think he's going to end up with zeros everywhere. He's going to grab a few rebounds or a steal here and there. So I think it evens out and makes his salary worthwhile. And they really don't have a guy you know, to stifle him there. You know, unless you know they 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 try to come up with. Uh, you know, maybe a, a Snell if they give him minutes again, uh, which, you know, they haven't really been, you know, wanting to do. He only got two minutes and 43 seconds, but he's about the only guy off, you know, of that team, uh, I think, that could check him. So he's in play as well. So there you go, man. Yeah, I'll, I'll follow up on Curry there. I agree. Um, sort of like Bojan Bogdanovic, where he can put up 25 points and not do anything else. And, Makes more Don't sense you for him. Contractually, have to shout out <laughs> Phil whenever you say Bogdanovich. I do, yeah. He he sees it. Marnyanovich, Bogdanovich, what a crew. <laughs> um, 
uh, Gobertovich now. Um, yes. So um, Seth Curry, here here's the thing: is I, I want to transition to Bogdanovich and Herder. They're all shooting guards on FanDuel, so you can only play two of them. They're in that similar price range. Bogdanovich is the most expensive, of course. And there's some shooting guards in the second game who you might want to look at, like Booker. And uh, you've got Barton there, probably getting more minutes. So it's a tough decision on FanDuel. I, I do like Curry, Bogdanovich, and Herter as possibilities. Um, and I agree with you. Herter in a great spot. Doesn't matter if Solomon Hill starts. Herter's going to get 30 minutes plus again. Uh, so th- that's where I'm looking on the Atlanta side primarily. I also want to fade Capella, Lou Williams. Trey, I think, is a little over overpriced now with Simmons D. Collins is like a maybe a last guy in for me, yeah. um, but not my favorite target um, with not as many shots. So a uh, little lighter on the Atlanta side here uh, and not, not spending up like I plan to with, with guys like Embiid. Beautiful. All right, Coach, before we transition to Game 2, just want to invite folks again to join us. Uh, we didn't mention the playoff package. If That's you want right. to join us for the rest of the playoffs, get the 111 package for two months on our website, dfscoachdoc.com. Once again, with that package, you'll get access to all of our sports every day with the lineup seven days a week, basketball and baseball, two times a week with golf. So dfscoachtalk.com is the website. Any questions, you can hit us on Twitter at dfscoachtalk. All right. And I, I want to mention on that uh, membership too, it's two months from the day you sign up. Yes. So it's not just the two months of the playoffs. So yep. if you sign up today, you're in with us all the way through August 11th. So you'll have all kinds of extra extra action. So this is the time, man. It has been busy in here, and it's because we're winning, and uh, we've got it going. And we're we're always confident. We're not cocky. We know that, you know, variances happen all different ways, and you have to be prepared for them. But uh, we feel good about where we're, we are right now, and we're going to keep it going. My only ask real quickly here is on YouTube and then uh, our audio podcasting. If, if you're checking us out right now on YouTube, very important for us, the thumbs up, the subscribe button. We reached a milestone last night. We're getting closer to the huge milestone. We need 100 more subscribers. That's it. And we're, we're going to get to a target we've been after for quite some time. So please hit that subscribe button and then click the little alert button up in the corner. That lets you know the second any of our podcasts post. If you're listening on any of the audio podcast uh, venues, whether it be Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, iHeart, all of them. Just take a second, give us a five stars, give us a quick comment. And uh, we we have a a selection that we do randomly, monthly for everybody that's given the five stars and a comment and someone will win a one week membership. And I, uh, that's, we still have uh, almost three weeks, two and a half weeks there before that next drawing. So uh, take advantage of that as well. So there we go, man. Excellent. All right. Well, let's transition to game two. It is at 10 o'clock Eastern. Phoenix in Denver. They won those first two at home in convincing fashion. And now Denver's got the real challenge here. Joe Stanton on our team is anxiously awaiting this, sweating bullets. (laughs) Is this team going to step up? But I'll let you handle those those guys. I'm going to start with Phoenix as the road team. Uh, Nader still out. Everybody else ready to go. You mentioned Nader for three months and nobody (laughs) to 
Yeah. Ralph Nader. Remember, he ran for president and right. back in the... <laughs> <laughs> so um, let's start with Chris Paul. You've been hyping him up for the assist-to-turnover ratio. And in this series, he's now up to 26 to 1. Unbelievable. Just... You know, how cool was that that we talked about it in depth on the podcast, and then they did a big thing about it on the, on the, the game itself. Yep. I yep. thought that was so great. Yeah, Unbelievable. And man, did he just really in his own skin, feeling comfortable. It's uh, not possible. At that rate of speed, that that's just not attainable, I don't think. I don't know how he's doing it. He's it's like ma- magic. He's mastering that position. I mean, really old school point guard, um, setting folks up and playing awesome. And his price is reasonable, especially still on DraftKings, 7,100. That's, that's I low. Mean, the last two games, he's had 49 and 50 DraftKings points. That's a 7x return, and his price hasn't gone up enough. I don't. I don't think it's gone up much at all, and I think he'll be sort of chalky because of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you could um, you could fade that and work on a different build. Uh, I feel pretty good about him. I, I think it's I think it's pretty strong value there. A little more expensive on on Fanduel, but definitely in the mix for me. And you know, I, I've I've. Um, been focused on Bridges and Crowder here, especially in Game 2 after Bridges was awesome. He didn't do as much in Game 2, uh, but they they won by, what, 25? So yeah, it was a blowout. They didn't, yeah. they didn't get those extra minutes in the fourth. I think Denver will definitely keep it closer here. It'll be a game, and those guys will get more minutes and more shots. So they're in the mix for me as well. Aiton... Uh, continues to play well against the Joker, 15 and 10, high shooting percentage again. But do we want to take that center spot away from Embiid and Jokic? Tough uh, competition for him. Yeah, it really is. So that's that's probably a secondary build if, if you go that route. Uh, that's the way I'm looking at it. Yeah. Um, Booker, nice to see him get 10 rebounds in the, in the last game. How about that? Um, shots were still a little bit limited. Um, and if you go with Embiid or the Joker, then it's tougher in my book to get to Booker. Um, but, uh, you know, he's, he's pretty solid and certainly playing with confidence. And then with the bench, uh, Torrey Craig is still my favorite there. Still a really good price. He's in that crowded shooting guard position on FanDuel. Um, Sarge got a few more minutes. Um, again, the blowout helped, so I, I'm not going to go there. A little I, foul trouble, too. Yeah, a little foul trouble. So, yeah, yeah, I'd rather go with one of the bigs off the bench for Denver. And then uh, Payne and, and Johnson, uh, they're okay. Um, not huge minutes, uh, so not my favorites. But um, I do think I'll have at least a couple of sons. Probably Paul is my favorite, and then at least probably one of Bridges and Crowder. Yeah, this is a tough call. This this is the game. This is the side of the four teams, or whatever you want to call the one of the four teams that I'm st- struggling with the most. I I agree with you on Chris Paul, hundred percent. I think he's underpriced, and when he's you know when any player of his levels locked in like this, uh, it's hard to not go with him. I mean, that uh, you know, fifteen assists with no turnovers stuff is just ridiculous, and He's going to get you some steals. Um, you know, he's the active steals leader in the entire NBA for his career. So, you know, it's not like that would be a surprise if he did. 
uh, didn't get some. Now he didn't. He only uh, he didn't get any last game, which is a good sign too. So I think he'll get some of those. Only ten shots, but that's you know if you're going to have fifteen assists, you could live with ten, twelve shots as long as he keeps making uh, a high percentage of them. So I think he's the best play on that side of the ball. I'm not going to go with Booker, and you know me, I'm a Booker guy. I've been booking it every game in the playoffs, but. There's two things. One, it's in Denver. I think Denver's, you know, altitude, a little bit of, you know, an effect on opposing teams, plus the crowd. Now that we're seeing all these crowds back and places going bonkers, it has a big effect. I think it's going to have an effect in in both of these games tonight because you've got two very hungry teams, uh, you know, that have never won a championship, Atlanta and Denver being home. So, you know they're going to be fired up, and and Booker feeds off the crowd some, but he's just such a stud when he's on. But he, the other reason is the price. Like I said, explain that whole theory I'm I'm having now with the way I want to build, and then the fact that Barton's probably going to play some more minutes. Now he had like a 15 minute restriction or whatever they called it the last game, and he played 15 minutes 49 seconds. Maybe that goes up to 20. And a lot of that time, he very well could be guarding uh, Booker. And he does give Booker some trouble. Uh, they also ran some doubles at Booker, uh, if you noticed. Yep. And they, they they just did some blitzes, they call it. So it wasn't like a true double, but it makes you have to give up the ball. And that's also what led to Paul's 15 assists. And I think they'll do the same thing. As he gets the ball on the wing, somebody's going to blitz him. They'll give up the ball to... Paul and he usually finds the open man because it's four, four on three at that point, and and that's where he gets his assist. So you know, a couple of things from that. That's one reason I want to fade Booker. One reason I want to play Paul, and one reason why I want to look at a combination of two of the three guys: Bridges, Crowder, and Aiton. Of course, Aiton's expensive. I'm not going to have Aiton on Fanduel, not with those other two studs, but. Aiton could be a fine utility guy on DraftKings and FanDuel because it's not it, it saves you a lot from trying to roster Embiid and the Joker. If you do either Embiid or the Joker with Aiton, you know that that's a nice punch. So that's a good opportunity there. Uh, and then you know Bridges, he's still going to get his shots. He did slow down, he, but he took eight threes, which is the most on the team. He took more threes than Booker. So that that tells you he's not shy, and they want him to shoot the ball. And I think he'll get double-digit shots. I think he had just a little off game. I think he's very much in play here. And Crowder, you know, the only, only thing with Crowder, why I sort of like Bridges a little bit better today, is, uh, you know, he's a, he, again, he's a crowd-motivated kind of player. I, when he was here with the Mavericks, you could see home games when that he would feed off of that crowd like nobody's business, really get the team and the crowd going. And I think being on the road is going to be a little bit tougher uh, for him to get as as stoked up. And there are stretches when he's just focusing defensively uh, and with only five shots like he had in the last game, even though he made four of them, you know, it worries you a little bit. But again, the build and the salary have to dictate that. So he's very much in play for me. So all three of those guys I want to look at. So I could have as many as three sons probably. 
because uh, I like this second game better than the first game, personally, even though the lines are exactly the same. I just think, you know, the desperation of Denver at home and the way they're going to pick it up and Phoenix just being such a damn good team. They really are a good team. I think, you know, you, you can really catch some good guys there. I'm not going to mess with the bench on this one, Andrew. I'm, you know, the Sarge, Payne, Cam Johnson, Torrey Craig thing, I think they're all good. They all play a nice role, but I just don't trust any of their spots yep. to be even, you know, when, when you start hoping your guy gets 15 fantasy points as you're watching the game, you, mm -hmm. you know you might not have made the best pick. So mm -hmm. there are, you know, there is a chance for any of those guys to go off and be 7, 8x, but I think there's equal as much of a chance that they can sink uh, your chances for a takedown. So that's the way uh, I'm looking at that side. And then as far as Denver goes, um, you know, the desperation, elimination game for them is what I would say if I was Malone in the locker room. You know, you can't go down 3-0. It just doesn't happen where anybody comes back from that. So, you know, the big discussion is going to be, you know, where do we go here? What is Barton's role going to be? How many minutes is he going to get? If you told me Barton was going to get 20-plus minutes, I, I would roster him. But I think he's right on that cusp. So it's a tough decision. He did look good, though, didn't he, when he was he out there? Terrific. Yeah, he did. He really did. But I don't think they'll push him over, the, over much more than that, though. Do you? Well, uh, you know, Joe Stan has talked about how conservative they are, and I think that's why he was so ready that when he came out, he looked that good. They didn't yeah. just get him out there when he was 50% and say, get yourself back into shape while you're right. out there playing. I mean, he was he was ready to go. Uh, but like you said, the season's on the line, and they need him. He looked great. I mean, yeah. don't you want to, you know, quote-unquote, risk that he blows out the hamstring again rather than lose? I mean, you know, they're, they're not going to have played him in game two if they felt like that was a real risk. And so yeah. I think he plays at least 20. Um, who knows what they say? If they say, right. oh, yeah, it was 12 to 18. Now we're looking at 15 to, to 22 or something. But I, I think 20 for sure. You know, if, you, if you're looking at something over 24, I think it's a little hard. But I think he's, he's going to be out there, you know, a little bit more than in game two. You would think so. I mean... You know, the, the league sort of changed a little bit when KD blew his Achilles yep. in the playoffs because he had come back, played a little bit, but they said, well, maybe we shouldn't play him, and there you go. You know, and we've seen this pattern a little bit, and teams, I think, are very cognizant of that. Now, I agree with you. You know, if, if he's feeling good, you know, and he can get that 20 to 25 minutes, then you got to consider him. But that's a big call. So. Yep. You know, and he's not that cheap. I mean, he's no, right he's in that not same that price cheap. range as Herter and, and Curry. Right. If he was cheaper, then you can take that risk. Right. But you can't afford, you know, him playing 17 minutes or something. That would kill you at that salary. So it's a tough call. And, you know, I don't think the news is going to help us, Andrew, because they're gonna. there's no doubt they're going to say he's still on a minute's right. restriction. But who knows how firm that is, you right. know? Agreed. So we got to just... Really, that's a tough call today. Um, the other guys in there, obviously the Joker. You know, again, for me, it's going to be he, Aaron Bede. I mean, he was just 
so damn good. And, you know, in stretches he struggled, but he just didn't have a lot of help around him. Everybody else sort of uh, pooped their drawers, if you will. Uh, he was a, a, lo- a lone lone wolf out there for a while. So I'm thinking they'll the crowd will get some of these other guys up a little bit. But certainly, I mean, you know, if you don't talk about the Joker and Embiid as 1-2 or 2-1, I mean, you're, you're not thinking about it right because those are the two most dominant players in these two games by a mile. Um, after that, you know, Porter, man, three for 13 and looked, you know, like he was pressing. And his back looked a little funky to me. Now, you know, this is different than when you, you know, I call it like I see it. I knew Luca's neck was a bunch of BS mm-hmm. because it is what it is. But when it's your back and it look, you see a guy's posture and movements just twinged a bit. That's all that it takes to to jack up a shot, you know, because you don't get that same feel or extension. And, it, you know, so I'm a little concerned about Porter and his price is high. I do think he'll bounce back. Um, I don't think he's going to bounce back like Middleton did because Middleton's healthy. He just had a slump. But uh, I wouldn't blame anybody for playing Porter, but I'm not probably going to go there. Um not sure on Gordon. I'm interested to see your take. I like his price, but man, he punched me right square in the jaw last game. He just didn't do a damn thing. Um, Austin Rivers, same thing. You know, I think the the whole having Barton back is either even gonna you know move him down the the flagpole. So he's not on my radar. Um, Compazzo, terrible game. Just a terrible game, but I do like that he played almost 30 minutes. I think he'll improve. He's an emotional guy. It's a home game. I think he's playable at his price, maybe for the second point guard uh, with Paul on uh, FanDuel, but that's the potential thing. The two guys I'm interested in this game, you know, God bless you for that Millsap pick, too. I don't know how anybody had the guts to play him, but he was terrific in 11 minutes. Um, the two guys I'm looking at as save, saving cost are Jamichael Green and Monte Morris. I, I know Monte Morris was bad, but he's still going to get 25 plus minutes. There's no doubt in my mind. And he's streaky. You know, he'll, he can go one for seven or he can go seven for eight, believe me, in, in one quick, you know, turn. And he always gets some assists and rebounds and usually a couple steals. So I think he's in play. The guy that's really moved up for me that I didn't consider earlier was Jamichael Green, but he's given them a lift off the bench throughout this series, and I think they'll they'll go to him for mid-20s minutes again, and he's active. He's going to get some rebounds. You know, He'll be decent points-per-minute guy, and and he's such value, and you have to find it. So really it's it's all about, for me on the Denver side, uh, the Joker, uh, possibly Compasso, and then uh, the decision on Barton's going to be a, a big one for everybody. And then the value guys of Green and Morris. Yeah, I'm very similar. Very interested in the Joker. Compazzo, I agree. Poor shooting night, but I think he rebounds. And now that the prices have settled in with Compazzo and Morris being almost the same, I am going to lean Compazzo here in this one and agree with you on Barton cutting into Rivers. Rivers, to me, is GPP only now. I mean, he is the kind of guy that will just turn around on a dime and spike a good score. If yeah. he, he just needs, like, you know, if he gets a couple steals and breakaways, 
on FanDuel, those are five points apiece with the steal and the score. He and does he, get them, but he, he isn't going to even sniff 30 minutes. No way. Yeah, I agree. I think he's down to, to 24 or so. So um, not not fired up about him for the cash lineup. Same thing with Porter Jr. because of the injury. And then yeah. Gordon with the dud, like you said, 20 minutes. I'd much rather go with Jermichael Green. Um, so I'm, I'm sort of zeroed in on that same group um, and looking at the other guys as GPP only. I'm with you, man. All right, well, that covers the four teams in 44 minutes on this two-game slate. Hope that helped everybody get ready. We're going to make our final selections here throughout the day. So, again, jump in with us, dfscoachtalk.com. After you sign up, we will invite you into our Discord with an email this afternoon, and then we give out the lineups about 20 20 minutes before tip on game one. Uh, And then uh, baseball lineups and golf lineups tonight as well. Uh, on Twitter, you can follow the coach at J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. You can find me at Language Olympic. Uh, please do subscribe on YouTube if you haven't already. Thanks for all the support there. And make sure to tune back in again tomorrow because coach will get everybody ready for the Saturday slate. And I'll also be chipping in with a GPP lineup. So we're going to keep cruising along here throughout the playoffs and just keep crushing it. So Thank you for all your support on behalf of the coach and the rest of the DFS Coach Talk team. I'm Andrew Hansen, and we'll see you tomorrow as we look to crush it in DFS.